Come on into the common room. This is your safe place. This is open space. This is Open Space, and now we are joined by students from Carmel Divine Grace Foundation Secondary School. Hello. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Here are the students introducing themselves. I'm Cherry from 4C. I'm Natalie from 4D. I'm Martin from 4C. I'm Marco from 4D. Welcome to Open Space. Today we're going to talk about something that is quite important in this day and age. We're going to talk about misinformation. Where do we get the most amount of misinformation? Probably social media platforms nowadays, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I agree. Everybody agrees? Yeah. 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 All right. So tell us about what are the pros and cons of getting so much information online? Well, misinformation refers to incorrect and misleading information. And recently, with the rapid revolution of social media, users are prone to an increasing amount of fake news spread online. Mm-hmm. And the fast pace of dissemination and anonymity of posts make it diff- difficult to identify whether it's reliable. So many people may receive or even believe in such information. Yeah, I think that happens to a lot of us. Sometimes the most clever of us, you know, it's yeah. unavoidable yeah. to just yeah. try to have that first impression and believe that this is the reliable source. But how can you tell if it's a reliable source? Yeah, well, like what Cherry have just said, misinformation is false information spread, whether it is intentional or not. Well, it is detrimental to us, uh, to our society as a whole, and it can cause some serious consequence if it goes unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah, and many countries and individuals have also suffered from it, especially in this digital era where information goes viral rapidly on social media platforms. Mm, could you tell us a bit of a, an example? Some fast health-related content online. For example, folk medicine may mislead us to do something harmful for ourselves. If we misuse those medicine for treatment, our disease will not be cured, or even worsened. Other adverse effects may also be brought about. There is also an example that Twitter labeled misleading tweets about the COVID pandemic and climate change, causing a rise of false informa- information. And this has led many users to spread such misinformation. It is said that tweets containing falsehoods were 70% more likely to be retweeted than the truthful ones. What? No. It sounds horrible. It does. It really does. So how can we be smarter about the information that we get? I mean, we can probably try to do some fact-checking before totally trusting all those information online that mm. you get. And for the individuals, whenever we read news, we should compare several reports from different sources such as the more reliable ones. And this can help us ensure the credibility of the information and so that we won't easily fall into the trap of misinformation. Mm. I think schools can thrive to increase the awareness among students, teaching us to not only identify false information, but also to understand the far-reaching impacts of sharing messages which are not yet fact-checked. For example, now in many schools in the junior form, there is the social studies curriculum, which have incorporated related elements. In our own school, our teacher librarians always share tips with us about being a literate citizen in this era too. Mm. 
So I think the media also may provide extra resources to their broadcasters or editors to sharpen their research skills, like fact-checking to reduce the number of fallacious claims or biased views in their reports to achieve better reliability and, of course, public recognition. There's an ethical aspect here too. On no account should they publish misleading news due to different factors like political interests. Yeah, the solution of misinformation is a very big and controversial topic. And how different governments deal with it is also very controversial. Uh, for starters, censorship can be an extremely effective way for governments to fight against misinformation. But it can also lead to a lot of concerns and di disputes. Hmm. Like, how can the people make sure that the governments will not abuse such power to control the information received by people? This will only lead to, uh, this will only further complicate the matter and threaten peace and security. Therefore, I personally do not support censorship as a way of com uh, curbing misinformation. Mm. Could you recall the last time you were misled? One of the biggest examples of misinformation experienced by many homeless is that when the pandemic first struck in 2020, there were claims that there would be shortage of food and daily necessities. Oh, right. There was massive panic buying as a result. And I really believed that in it that time. Luckily, at that time, my mom told me that it may be fake and our family didn't fall prey to it. We didn't slap up because, in fact, the in incoming cargo trains ensured a steady supply of goods to Hong Kong. Did you buy toilet rolls? <laughs> that was a big and, one for and me. And masks too. And masks and face masks. masks. So many of them face yeah. masks. Yeah. And rat tests as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else have an example? So I have an interesting experience. Okay. So during the pandemic, there were rumors on the internet about the extension of school suspension. Right. So I think some not citizens create fake posts because I guess they simply didn't want to return to school. <laughs> but for me and my schoolmates, we kept refreshing the UDP webpage and the RTHK latest news updates to confirm when we should go back to have face-to-face -face lessons. I think we were very fortunate that we had not been blinded and deceived. Well, I'm really glad that we made it to your creditable s source <laughs> <Yeah>. of information. <laughs> That's really, course, really encouraging course, to yeah. know. <laughs> Well, this is a very intriguing topic to talk about, information that you get. Now, where do you usually get your information from, apart from RTHK, of course? Well, probably social media platforms usually, like Instagram, I guess. Instagram. But I don't really watch much news uh, nowadays. Okay. okay. We, were, we were done with some news, some apps from the social media, like mm. BBC News right. or the SEMP, and we may have some relevant and we will fact check different reports from the news for a more objective um, conclusion. Yeah, conclusion. Okay, so mostly news media outlets. Yeah. Okay, interesting. How about the girls? I think sometimes I get the news from my mom because <laughs> I don't I don't usually like download the news app like the BBC or something. But my mom just sometimes share the news like the mirror, uh, <laughs> that that mirror. that case right. to me, and I, yeah, I usually get the news from her mouth. Okay, what kind of news would get her interest enough to forward it to you? She always share like someone was uh, kidnapped or like <laughs> missing, and Hong Kong? yeah, and they just and she just like. 
told me that I be careful when you go out. Oh wow! Local news. Yeah. Right. Ooh, interesting. How about for Natalie? I usually get the newspaper from our school. We there is homework for us to do. Yeah, <laughs> and we need to read the newspaper right, for general studies. Or yes. got it. Understood. Do you enjoy reading the news? Uh, yes. No. No. For me, no. Not really. <laughs> What do you enjoy reading then? Don't enjoy reading. Oh, you just don't enjoy reading at all. Probably novels, I guess.、Ah. There's some online novels. Got it. But it's in Chinese though.、So. Right, right,、yeah. right. Well, this is absolutely such an important conversation to have because it is important to know how to differentiate. Real news and fake news, and to really come to a conclusion of what your action is going to be after you got the information. So either it's coming from your mom or whether it's coming from an international news outlet, it is important to go for one step further before you start forwarding the information, so that you don't cause any kind of panic buying or any kind of panic reaction to it. So I know it's so easy to just simply put the share button on, forward a message out, or maybe even broadcast a message out. For something that is quite interesting to you, but it is important to make sure that we are spreading good and true information. So, thank you again for bringing this topic to us. We just have from Cherry, Natalie, Martin, and Marco, and they're all coming from Carmel Divine Grace Foundation Secondary School. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.